Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join us is one of four guests today, Industry Rajan. Uh, She's joining me right now. Good morning. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Actually, I should say thanks for coming back again because I had you on a few years ago. (laughs) That's right. It's been a few years and a lot's been going on. So So. tell me, tell the listeners what's been going on. I know you're doing some great things in the community. Yeah, so, um, yeah, when when uh, I came on before, I was just getting ready to go to India to do research with trafficking survivors. Um, ended up doing clinical and research work in Calcutta and in India. Came back, and um, we've been providing um, therapeutic services for uh, sex trafficking survivors here in Los Angeles. Fantastic. Um, I have a private practice in, in Los Angeles, and um, we're now getting ready to um, open a clinic in uh, close to downtown Boyle Heights. So, wow, unbelievable. Yeah. And you are the creative director of Project Satori, correct? Yeah, I founded Project Satori in 2008, and um, I'm the director of the clinical arts and advocacy programs of Project Satori, and basically that's about just providing a variety of mental health care and clinical services as well as doing community advocacy and really helping with prevention and awareness um, in the community. Um, I mean, tremendous work because you're providing mental health and trauma care for sex trafficking survivors domestically and in developing countries, I hear. Yeah, so we've laid the groundwork to do uh, global partnerships um, in India and potentially um, as we grow, we're looking at at even doing uh, work in Africa um, but for now, we are centered on, on uh, developing a, a home clinic and do, you know, pr- creating a global pr- bridge program through that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then we would hopefully provide side-along mental health care services to rescue organizations abroad. Yeah. If people, you know, they're listening to the show and they want to reach out to you, uh, how can they get involved? Because I know sometimes, you know, people, they want to get involved in something like this. This is very important. Well, two things that they can do immediately, which would be of great help to us, um, we have an art auction fundraiser that is coming up here on the, the night of July 21st. Okay. Um, and the U- USC um, IGM Gallery is hosting us, and um, we, have a, we had a wonderful response from Los Angeles-based artists um, who have donated original pieces in support of our opening our clinic. Oh, nice. And so... Yeah, we're doing a live auction and a silent auction. Um, we've got a couple of actually incredible pieces. Um, this is the anniversary year of Rodney King and Reginald Denny. Yes. Um, an important piece of L.A. history. Well, an artist who, who did a dual perspective pieces of Rodney King and Reginald Denny in 1992, when the events happened, um, those pieces are up for auction. So, oh, wow. Um, in, in not only can you help us, you know, um, open our clinic, but, you, you know, there's going to be some very valuable um, remnants of L.A. history that are up for auction, really. Um, so beautiful pieces. If you want to come down to the auction, it's going to be from 7 to 11.30 um, on the night of July 21st at the IGM Gallery. Okay. You can get details about it on our website, um, www.projectsatori.org. Um, and you can RSVP there uh, your interest in the pieces and, and whether you want to um, 
um, to participate in the auction because the money will all go towards the clinic. Oh, good. Yeah. Anybody interested in making direct donations online can donate directly on our website. Oh, good. Yeah. And I'm going to put the website information up on my blog. I put your bio mm-hmm. up there, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Tell me a little bit about how you found this as your life mission. Well, Janine, full disclosure, I'm a trauma survivor myself. Mm-hmm. And um, in going through... Uh, I, I, uh, you know, had to go through my own healing process. And I think when you're going through that process of, of just feeling very broken and very lost and you finally get through to the other side, um, I know for me it, it was encouraging to know that there was another side to get to. And I just felt um, a passion to hold that space for others right. who are going through the same thing. So that was the beginning, I think, of my journey. And then as I started doing work, um, I used to work with at-risk youth in uh, juvenile hall and in, group, in the group home system. And the more and more I would see um, you know, kids and adolescents and young adults uh, who had survived molestation and rape and domestic violence, um, that became a, you know, even more of a passion of mine. And then as I started to really do my research, you know, getting into grad school, I realized that um, you know, somewhere... Trafficking, you know, I trafficking kept pop, kept popping up, and so, and it's something that's really evil because it makes all of the abuses that are already happening worse. Yeah. So kids that often are, you know, in abusive households or they're they're going through, you know, they've gone through a lot of trauma. They're more susceptible uh, to trafficking and to other these kinds of violence. Mm-hmm. Um, they they get uh, re-victimized, and then you know. Children and young adults are sold um, into repeated victimization. So um, it's just it's to me the the very idea that we're in the we're in the two thousands mm-hmm. and um, children are being held as sexual slaves worldwide, and that there's not one single country that's not involved. There's there's, there's no more important work to me. This right. is it. Amazing. This is it for, for what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> You know, I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking, she could have gone the other direction and said, I want nothing to do with this. I went through hell. I, you know, but instead, you decide to make this your your focus of your life to help other people, and I think that's incredible. Oh, well, thank you. I've, you know, I've been very blessed by receiving a lot of love in my life and a lot of support, and I, I, I credit my parents and, and just wonderful friends and and, you know, support along the way, and I just feel like, you know, when you when you're loved, you want to you want to love back, and I feel like I have the best job in the world because I get paid for being for for loving people. You know, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. So it's really my honor to be in the presence of such courageous souls. I I, I really believe that. You, you know? know, I I always say that because the theme of my show is get the funk out. That you can't run away from whatever you're going through. You have to go right through it and deal with it mm-hmm. and learn from it. And it's very painful, but you get to, you do get through it. Absolutely. I tell my clients all the time, the only way out is through. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't go around it or under it or over it. I mean, but there's a, there's a you know, um, there's, there's a beauty that, that only those who have survived pain can know. And, um, and I feel like, you know, these, these young women who are going through this, um, we really, really, here in California, we have a chance to make a difference, you know. I mean, we have an infrastructure here for mental health care and for support services that is not there globally, you know. And, and I feel like people 
really have an opportunity to give, to give these girls another chance. Um, so that's think, what I'm hoping will happen. Where would you like to see all of this work go with what you're doing? I know, you know, you've got events coming up, and what would be your dream thing? Well, my dream, I mean, we basically the, the way that we're, we're, we're wanting to do the center is to provide comprehensive long-term mental health care I do a lot of arts, movement, and play-based therapies, Mm -hmm. so alternative therapies. I love the work that I do. I would love to do, um, in this healing center, um, not only do I want to provide those kinds of therapies, but um, we're cultivating, I'm I'm really cultivating uh, relationships with artists and musicians because I want them to come to the center and, and do classes and, you know, teach these girls and be there with these girls and, and, you know, give them another world to experience. Um, I want there to be yoga classes and things like that at the center. And I want this kind of center to be replicated. I'd like to see lots of these centers, you know, all over the country. Because, you know, the sad fact is that between 2015 and 2016, would you believe that human trafficking has increased by 37, 35.7% in the United States? No, I cannot. In one year, 2015 to 2016, it's risen uh, over 35%. Is there, so, do they have any indication of what, is it, you know, the use of technology that's contributing, or what is it? Any idea? Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Traffickers build a better mousetrap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, um, in, a, in a way, I think law enforcement uh, in California, and especially in Southern California, they, they do a wonderful job. They, they really have been working hard to better identify victims, to really identify what would help in terms of, changing laws and statutes to support trafficking survivors. But it's still slow-moving. Um, you know, just recently, I think two years ago, the law changed to where a, if, if girls are picked up for prostitution, they're offered therapy services instead of being immediately put in jail um, because um, now they're realizing they might be forced. You know, it might be forced uh, upon them to work in brothels or in, as, as prostitutes. So... Um, you know, I think it's, it's, and, and the cyber, the cyber trafficking has a lot to do with that. You know, there's, there's auction, there's actually websites where girls are auctioned off online. Um, awesome. there are, you know, traffickers infiltrate chat rooms. There are websites, um, one of them, I think there are cuddling websites and all kinds of strange, I mean, the culture that we live in, the internet has made, uh, fetishism and all different kinds of, of interests immediately available to mm-hmm. so a lot of things that we would never have even thought of are now out there and accessible online and young girls i mean and, and the, the crazy part is and i, I always call people that i speak to <clears throat> trafficking is not just you know liam neeson on a plane trafficking is not right. just in the outer reaches of africa um trafficking happens in the foster care system trafficking happens through gangs right uh, tra- Trafficking is happening on, on college campuses. Would you believe that um, sometimes uh, I had a client, and I've, I've seen it many cases, where sorority girls are groomed by traffickers to go and prepare other girls. You're kidding. It, I had no idea. No. It happens in many, many different ways. I mean, traffickers pose as foster parents in the foster care system. Mm. Um, imagine foster kids getting placed in foster care, and then the county writes a check to these parents and their trafficking. So they pocket the money and then 
to sell these kids, turn around and sell these kids. I feel like you need somebody to donate their time to do an educational short video about what we d- what we don't know about oh. trafficking, you know, um, mm-hmm. which would, you know, illuminate what you're doing because, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, what? I mean, I can't even believe this. So, it is. It's mind-boggling. And, yeah. and that's some of the other stuff we want to do, too. We want to do documentaries. We, mm-hmm. We'd like to even, I'm working on a book, which I'm hoping will um, lead to perhaps a feature-length film. So there's a lot of different ways in which I want to get the word out. Um and this is a lifelong mission. I mean, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. So uh, anybody wanting to get involved can, can get involved. There's also, we, we, we have volunteer opportunities. And, you know, anybody wants to find out about information can go to the website. And it's, it's um, all there for them. Could you um, give the website one more time? Because we have to wrap. Sure. It's www.projectsatori.org. Fantastic. And that's P-R-O-J-E-C-T, Satori.org. Thank you so much for calling in, and thank you for all you're doing, and I hope to see you sometime. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. That was Industry Rajan calling in to talk about what she's doing with Project Satori. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on my show blog, but right now her info and all the uh, information about her organization and her project work is on there as well. Get the funk out show KUCI. Org, and uh, we'll take a little break, and then I'm going to be joined by Stanford Law professor and author Mugambi Jouette. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. If you want to follow me on Twitter, just visit moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. I'm also on Facebook at Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N. The show blog is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you'd like to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at kuci.org. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.